should be going. Let's see. Oh, got it. It is now being streamed live to Facebook. Can we just move that over? Just like, oh, no, it's in front of that. Okay, I got yeah. it. Hello, friends. Greetings. We are just uh, getting ourselves together to be able to connect in well, person at the same time, too. We're going to be in person? Well, live. So, guys, welcome to go. the Prosperity Through Purpose podcast, the three Ps. And we're going to add another P in there because we just like to do it that way. And we're going to be talking about the prosperity through purpose principles. Now we're committed on this journey um, with you and who is you? Well, it's not for everybody. Obviously we are talking to somebody very specific with this. Uh, we've narrowed down um, who we want to help specifically through this podcast. So uh, what's worth a listen to you? Well, if you are a teacher of any kind, if you are a healer, if you're a coach, if you're a speaker, if you want to be a speaker, you want to be a coach, anywhere in the process of um, being in the arts of trying to help another human transform, then you are in the right place. But specifically, if you find yourself really struggling to monetize that messaging or even be clear on what that messaging is or how to um, continually market yourself over and over again and what ways to do that. I mean, we're here to really serve and speak to a lot of those things, but what we're going to offer in this, and of course, with, with uh, Empowerment Coach University, which is our company that gives training and development to coaches, speakers, and healers, and teachers, this podcast is specifically designed where you don't have to invest a dime in order to get your business up and running and moving along. So it's kind of like try it before you buy it. You know, if you listening to these principles, if you can apply them and get yourself a journal and go through this next year with us, we guarantee that by the end of that, just by applying the principles, you'll be so much better off than when you started. But if you want to go the whole way, you can always send us a private message and let us know on any one of our platforms. And we will schedule a consultation to see if it's appropriate to come alongside of you. So having said that, let's dive in to let's, shall we? our first principle of the day uh, or of the, of the year. And that is, it's up to you to do it. Now, that's leadership 101. When I say take personal responsibility, hello. When I say it's up to you to do it, I know that can feel like an absolute no brainer. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, assume personal. Of course, what do you think I'm doing right now? Hello, oh no, it's up to me, but. You know, what we deal with, especially, you know, as Doug is a, is a certified hypnotherapist and um, a trainer and practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, but especially with that hypnotherapy, there are subconscious programs that we're running that go much deeper than just what, what's your limiting belief today. Okay, the stories we are the the psychology that we're born into the the family system the family dynamic now well and it's also really scary if you think break that down there's that old meme of the donkey being uh, having the rope tied to the lawn chair okay and it's stuck. Uh-huh. And it doesn't look, it's like no big deal. And that other that other than conscious part of our mind sometimes we think is like ah it's no big deal stops us. So from the outside looking in, we go, oh yeah, look, it's just a it's just a lawn chair. It's nothing. It can move at any time. Yet our other than conscious mind thinks these things that are really, really tiny, tremendous. So it's this is why it's really important that you're aware and understand how important your unconscious mind is to your success and and being on top of it. And one of the skills that we can master, we have mastered is figuring out how that sneaky little son mm. of a bitch comes yeah. up and what he or she says to you in your inner ear and your innermost thoughts and feelings when your head hits the pillow at night and you wonder why your entrepreneurial endeavor 
isn't as successful as you want to be, especially when we're still inundated with coaches and speakers and trainers talking about how they just secured their next million dollar client. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And if you, if you pause on one of those for a moment, if you pause on any of those ads, guess what the algorithm does? Sends you more. So you just keep getting even more of these showing up like, cause like, Oh, you must like this. So here's more. No, and it can be really disturbing. That scratching is going to be, that's going to be a problem. Okay. Not much. All right. So priorities, priorities, let the dog in <laughs> who let the dogs in. Ooh, ooh. Okay. You, I did. So I think about, you know, when we talk about that inner voice and how it shows up and shows up as the inner critic, it's trying to be helpful, you know, so yeah. it gives you like little excuses. So if, if you know, if you have a challenge with this particular principle, if it shows up in one of these three main little nagging voices that continually pop up when you're ready to put your work out in the world or go do that thing or blow up your business or whatever you want to do. And the first one is... Um, this story. Now, a lot of us as, you know, and not to be too gender specific, but honestly, a lot of us uh, women, I think, can fall prey to this many times where we think, you know, I just want to be in a situation. This is how it goes. I want to be in a situation where somebody else is primarily responsible for my safety and security, where they are taking excellent care of me. And then I'm free to really just develop my business with no pressure attached to it. So it's kind of a rescue fantasy. Like, you know, if that person just makes all the finances work and then I'm just, there's no pressure on me. So I can work if I want to, not because I Get have to. Have to. Oh. All right. So that's the story we tell ourselves. And and by the way, nobody ever really takes care of us the way that we need to be taken care of by ourselves. So it always is kind of fallen short. There's always an excuse behind that. Even if you have a stable financial relationship, that really is a cop out on many levels because number one, let's just bust that myth apart from my perspective. And then we'll mm -hmm. go with yours is, is that we're not here. Your primary purpose isn't to make money. Your primary purpose is not to make money. If you have that wrong and you focus everything you're doing and filter through the money lens, the problem is there will never be enough. You will never feel secure and you will constantly be on the alternative side of scarcity because trust me when I tell you, if you're obsessed with becoming millions and having all this money, there is a scarcity component because people that have abundance don't worry about making more money. They don't, they don't stress about that when they're they're when money, money can't be the driver. That's why we're called prosperity through purpose. It's got to be bigger than money. The drive that we have where I want to do this, not because I need the money is the essential problem of this story that we tell ourselves, because why are we doing it for the money? Your mission and your message is more important than the money. So Whenever we're waking up in the morning and we have a driver, like I got to make the donuts, I got to bring the bacon in. That's a very different way to approach this than I want to help somebody heal today. I want to, I want to go serve somebody today. I want to help somebody change their perspective today. And I guarantee you when you're led with that money follows money is a natural byproduct of living that life. You don't have to run for it. Now, I'm not saying you don't want to be prosperous. I want to be prosperous too. I it's the first word in our podcast. Right, but <laughs> it our, doesn't our come from the yeah. focus of money. So just with this rescue fantasy alone, it's helpful to know no one's coming. It is up to you. And it, it's, you know, and the pressure is good in a way 
of feeling, but not the pressure to make the money, the pressure of like, look, I know that I've been gifted with this knowledge, this information, and it's singy of me, like you have said, maybe you can yeah. share that a little bit, not to share it with the world and make a difference, make the difference that I was born to make. Well, and and it flows into, some of you may know my original career, my first career was in the music industry. And the most successful artists, like long-term artists, do it for the love, not for the money. And mm -hmm. they would do it anyway. And I remember sitting with all of them who were super successful going, this is insane. Like I did this for nothing for all these years. And then finally, you know, we were able to create it, but they had this passion to share their light, to share their music, to share their purpose. Cause that's like, we go like to the matrix. Like if you remember as in matrix two, that is my purpose, right? When your purpose is, when you're living in purpose to add that value, to create transformation, to share your story, to be a light for others, people will naturally want to then compensate you for that. And they expect to. The challenge is, especially now, and I guess this is where the, the difficulty is mm -hmm. for everybody is, as you shared earlier, the inundation of mm -hmm. all this marketing. And it's sometimes, and look, marketing is vital. Look, we're doing this right now. This is part of marketing, right? But it's it's value add marketing as opposed to what can I, how can I put you in a position of so, feeling to, to buy? To give me money today. Yeah. And it's, so what happens is, is that that also then feeds this idea that it's got to be all about the money and everything we do is going to be about the money. Now, of course, marketing to some level is going to be measured by the sales and that's natural. So that's the dance that we all have to do. And that's why it's helpful to be in an environment with people who can help you with that dance to so understand. I, I can tell you there have been many times in my business where, especially at the beginning, you know, I've now... I've been totally solo for, for a few years now where before I would have these corporate contracts to kind of secure me. And then those corporate contracts, I just decided to go totally solo and it's been a big change. And I'll tell you, I have journals filled with, oh, dear Jesus, and some F words, please send me, send me clients today. I need, Fun. I need $10,000. I need a $10,000 week in a month, ah, da, 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 da. you know, I'm just praying about money, money, money in my journal. And that didn't feel good for me. That didn't feel good one bit. The urgency, the scarcity, the fear that that was attached to. And I just decided, I said, you know, no matter how much fear and scarcity, if I'm committed to putting out my message and helping somebody, that money is going to come as a natural, like I said, byproduct of that, a natural byproduct of that. And so it's also going to show up in the work. And so, yeah, so, so I your, your clients suffer because of it. I, I know. You so realizing it. I shifted over and my prayer in my journals every morning became, um, dear God, send me the, send me the person you want me to speak to today and help today. And, and I, I remember the, the real difference here, Doug, whenever I, I thought, you know, I teach codependency, right. Which is like, um, breaking free from codependency, you which is breaking free, breaking free, right? I which teach is, you how to be codependent. Right? So. Watch me. <laughs> um, like I, I give and give and give, and you take and take and take. And I know a lot of you coaches and speakers and healers are in this codependent dynamic. Absolutely. For sure. You've been helping people for free for so long. You, you, well, odds you're, are, you're, if you're in any transformation work, there's a deep seat so of that. You get, yeah. this. you get this. And you're like, Heidi, Doug, that sounds super great. But can you tell me when that money kicks in? Well, yes, of course, there are strategies 
abilities to be able to then eventually charge your worth and be able to know your value of the of what you're providing, not your intrinsic value, that's priceless, but the value of the work you provide in the world, that's what your fees are based upon, um, not upon your intrinsic value. But I know for me, I was saying this prayer, like, well, God, if you just tell me, I was resistant and resentful. Well, God, if I just help everybody, you tell me to help, but then where am I at? I'm back in this codependent dynamic. And God said, no, I want you to have interdependence. And that's where we're going. And I said, well, God, interdependent means they pay me then. Great. So I'm not going to do anything until they pay me and they'll pay me and then I'll feed into them and they'll pay me and I'll feed into them. Great. God, that sounds like a plan. Send me the next payment. That sounds like a plan. And I'll never forget it. God shook me up by saying to me, what makes you think that that's the interdependent relationship I'm talking about? And it is in that moment that I understood very clearly that my business partner is God. My interdependent relationship is with the source. And if I'm tuned into that and I'm following God's direction or the universe's direction or however you want to say that, and I'm tapped into that intuition, that means there's divine compensation to me means not abundance of money raining on your head. It means that if you trust the process and pour into the people that are in front of you that are chosen to come to help you, that God will balance that out. The universe seeks balance. God is that balance seeker. Eventually it will all come the way that it is, but we can't just be thinking small that this person is where that source is. Well, God is the limitless source. And you might scholarship this one person, but guess what? This other person's going to pay you double and that's going to help with that scholarship or or whatever, or want to contribute to you somehow with that. And we could, excuse me, potentially play with uh, scripture on that one is uh, love thy neighbor as thyself. That you're by, by doing so, by supporting, by being open to who am I here to serve and not being like the mafia, like, yeah, hey, I give to you, you give but to I me. Hey. Like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> In the past, no doubt. Right. And and that's the dance, right? That's that's why no, I mean, the, the mystery of faith in some respect, mm-hmm. where it's understanding how to to play that dance, to go with that flow, because it can be it can be scary because sometimes it's finding that balance. Because sometimes trust. we could feel like we're always giving, giving, giving and never receiving. And that's another challenge that you know, maybe some hypnosis will help you unpack. And, you know, here's what's interesting. People are offering, but in our own worthiness, our lack of worthiness, we're like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I just want to serve you. We still do it. No, I don't need anything. Here, here you go. So when somebody says, well, what can I do for you? You go, well, this, 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 let me tell you. And if you're so inclined, this will be helpful. Well, you have to be willing to do that. You got to be willing to ask when that situation comes up. It's, and a lot of us aren't. We still do it. You know, it's, it's one of the things we still have to work on It's funny. The other day I met um, uh, an amazing person at one of our events at the Alchemist Nation at the, the, million, million, the Millionaire Summit. And uh, he, super amazing guy. We're talking to him. We're there networking. And I'm, you know, hooking him up with people. I'm meeting, oh, you should meet this person, da-da-da. And then we saw him like, some following week. And and uh, he finally stopped. He's like, dude, what can I do for you? <laughs> right. Like you, you're, I, you're not the best at that either, asking. I, no, I, yeah. it's one of those things. That, and I guess one of the the reasons why it's great to work with people like us is that we we get it. We understand. It's like, I yeah. I've been there and still at times have moments of like, I'm just give, 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 give. And And it's okay to receive. Yeah. And we need to work through that, that receive muscle. 
you know, especially as coaches and healers and teachers, a lot of us came from very challenging backgrounds where we were used to caring for everybody else instead of ourselves and kind of last on the list. And so that is a mind frame change, but the, the, where your faith goes is, is important. Is your faith in a source outside of yourself and the universe and God, or is it in humanity, which humanity is humanity. Okay. And sometimes people like to be reciprocal and sometimes they don't and, be, and everybody has their own ideas about what that is and so well and that's also why it's so vital that you create the the space within and your connection with god and your your hot your relationship with that so you attract the right people. oh my god that's a whole other podcast that's true putting yeah, your faith yeah, because yeah. a lot of us believe that god you know there's a lie that god wants you to be poor if you're helping people and that's the more noble thing right which is not true by any stretch of imagination certainly not evidence in the abundance of the universe by any stretch nope um, let's move on to the second thing so the first thing was this rescue fantasy that we talked about the second way that this shows up is by putting stuff out there one time, okay, meaning it's up to you to do it. Like we think magically we're going to put a post out and somebody is going to discover that post and we are going to go viral. And then our inbox is full of messages and our we have a million followers and we got deals and brand deals. And, all this, and that's not really going to happen. And, and, and look, and it might, hey, magic happens, miracles happen. But but what I want you to understand is, is we cannot put a post out and just wait for that thing to, to like the one post that you're going to put out and people are going to run to your sales page and buy your shit. That's not reality, okay? It takes, I want you to underestimate we underestimate the amount of work it takes to get people interested. And here, here's why, like, we always think when I, when we work with coaches, don't we hear all the time? Oh my God, I know you guys want us to use your personal story. I know our, our personal story. I know you guys are so big on using real vulnerable pain and talking about those things. And I'm so worried that Shirley's going to see that from, from central Dauphin high. And, and I'm so worried that, that my mom's going to say, you know, and we worry that everybody's going to see it. And you don't realize that nobody's looking at you until you become a marketer. You don't realize <laughs> that nobody gives a shat or a shot, okay? Until you start to try to get eyeballs on your stuff. And so we, we underestimate, everybody's gonna see this, nobody's gonna see it. Nobody's looking at it, okay? Now I did say that to one of our coaches one time, I think you might remember that, where she posted something and a thousand people watched it the very oh, first yeah. time. She wasn't. I was like, wow, that's an anomaly. Mm -hmm. um, it was a really good topic though. Uh, so I, I, I want you to understand that you can't wait to be discovered. I know for in music, you must have seen that happen a million times with artists just thinking, well, there's a sense of entitlement in this industry as well. But well, there's yeah. I mean, waiting this to be discovered. Unpacking this is career. quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's and it's not just about posting, right? So there's some. So you have different strategies, right? So posting online marketing is one strategy, and that's one fear. The other one is I went to one marketing, I went to one networking meeting, and yeah, I mean, uh, nobody called me. Yeah, I didn't. No, no, I didn't close any deals. Well, I had one webinar. Yeah, I had one webinar, and twenty people showed up, and like nobody bought. So I did that already. Right. And no, honey. it's, it's about the consistency <laughs> no, and that's where, times. and that's where having the passion for it 
so that you can continue to do it so that it doesn't matter. Like I remember music coaching, like I, I, for, we, we even have this conversation, Heidi and I, we, you know, we'd see the billion dollar lottery and like, you know, what do we do if we won a billion dollars and well, pretty much the same thing. We might do it with more style, meaning we'd, we'd sponsor more people perhaps, we might, we or would we would make our events like over the top crazy. So, you know, you'd get way more than your money's worth in all the other fun stuff. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you it, like, so that would be so fun yeah, if we like uh, you have an event. event you pay 500 dollars for a ticket and you come get the vip yeah you get everything like you get dinners monster and, thermidor yeah <laughs> and but so like but we'd still do the same work right and this was even before we were as coaches we were even working at the treatment center we we're like what would we do well maybe the only thing different is maybe we buy a treatment center but we love the work that we're doing helping people yeah um, I remember in music too, I'd be like, I can't believe people pay me for this. This is insane. Like I'm, I, I couldn't be happier. I'm, I'm making great music. I'm transforming. I'm, I'm basically alchemy in music. Like we start out with nothing. We start out with a, a rhythm and next thing you know, we've got a masterpiece. And so we have to stop worrying about being discovered. Okay. And honestly, this is such a mental shift, just like the other one with it's up to you. It's not about the money. It's about the purpose. And here's the thing. Well, I'd say, let me add to it. In, in, it, like it used to be, you know, being like famous, you'd be on television or, you know, the movies or something like that. Now, internet famous, like going viral means something to some people. Like that's what they're evaluating. Okay, how many likes did I get? How many, you know, well, subscribers that's what, do I have? I was actually just going to say okay, cool. with that a little bit and just piggyback on that. Douglas, no, like, like dovetail, right dovetail. Yeah. Um, I think that. I know for a lot of people, they put out a YouTube video. Okay. Uh, YouTube is where a lot of my clients come from because they're searching for answers on there, especially with addiction and codependency and things like that. And I, and I might only get, you know, a couple hundred views on a video, but I will get seven consultations a week out of that um, 200 people. So I think we think false metrics and we, we're concerned with like, how many followers do you have and how many people are those engaged? And optics, I know for a lot of people are important, but I don't think our tribe are, are as as concerned about optics. Like, I don't think that anybody we have worked with has ever paid for followers. I know yeah. I, I personally haven't worked with, but there are lots of people who do that, but that's a different type of person. That's a different type of coach. That's And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's somebody who really wants to be viewed as a guru and viewed as this, their, their optics are more important than their pocketbook many times. Okay. Yeah. Because that doesn't always equal out. You could pay for that, you know, tens of thousands of followers and you got, you have no leads, you have, you have no business, but you look like you have a business and that's the epidemic that we're faced with today. So a lot of coaches look at these people and they're like, man, they're doing so great, but it's false. It's a false metric. They're really not. So I don't want you to pray for being discovered by millions of people. I want you to pray for being discovered by the one that you can make a difference in their lives and start there and make such a difference in the life of that one person that they tell five people the difference you made in their lives. And those five people tell 20 people about the difference you right. made. Or if you, if you know, that's that's more important, right? If you're not in a position where it's that one, pray for the one person, pray for the right people. The right people. It Every time before I make a video, and we can do this, I mean, just rituals, a whole thing on rituals, I, I pray before I make any video, before I do anything at all. When I try to do it my way too much, I'm like, I'm going to say this and this, and I'm going to lead them into a funnel. <laughs> I'm going to do this and get them to go there, and then they'll purchase it. It just doesn't come across, you know, but if I say, I'm going to be interdependent, 
I'm going to trust that if I give good information and I ha- genuinely help somebody today, that that is going to come back around like a boomerang. You now, know? That's not to say there isn't a system in place well, as I well. It's a system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I just sometimes. Systems too. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, yeah. yeah it's, it, it's that combination. That's the dance. You've got to have both. Unfortunately, some people invest in the system, but they don't have the the internal system. They don't have the yeah, authenticity. And then what happens is they go, oh, it doesn't work. And I I, I have to pay, you know, like thousands and thousands of dollars in ad spend to hope that, you know, the right, then I'm hoping that the right people, I'm hoping that the algorithms are all going to do that. And yet, this is what I teach, you know, in our, in the Freedom Hack program and all that is you could get in front of the right people, but if you're not the right person, if you're not being the right person, if you're not showing up as your authentic self, if you're not genuine, if you're not in the right state, you're going to negatively influence that interaction with the person that you're in front of. So So you're, it's not that you're not talking about your products. I mean, all throughout this, we've been mentioning what we do. And if it, if it sounds in addition to the coaching, if somebody says, Oh, she does addiction too. Great. I'll check out your, like, that's wonderful to do that. But it's said in the vein of like, Hey, you might find this helpful. You might be interested in this and go check that out. Um, So let's move on to the third one. So the first one is that rescue fantasy of why we don't know it's up to us to do it. We wait to feel comfortable enough to do it and where the pressure's off. (laughs) Number two is we wait to be discovered or go viral or something like that before we feel like we can really begin, build our list and build our thing. And that's a lie. Um, And then the third thing is this really insidious thing when we start to say, well, it's up to me to do it. Okay, Doug, Heidi, I get that. It's up to me to do it. And I'm going to do this thing. And I have this great idea. And I want to tell you about this idea that I have. It is this system to help people overcome AYZ. Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Someone's already does that. Somebody's already done that. They already do that. So I can't do that because that's already been done. Now that is a sneaky way that that shows up, that this belief, this lie of like, you know, this, this truth is I, I got to do it on my own is that it's been done before. Well, and to another level, excuse me, this one is one that I've had challenges with because I've been, both of us have been so immersed on a high level in the personal development world. It all has been done before. Well, not only has it all done been done before, we think everybody already knows it. Mm. Okay, that's another one too. Like, doesn't yeah. everybody already know? This? How could you not know this? This is mm-hmm. so like for for us, it's common sense, but for so many, you, it's not. I've been right. doing. I've been work. I, yeah, it's good. I started my NL, excuse me, my NLP training, getting into Tony and personal development like thirty years ago. Right. How come everybody doesn't know all of this yeah, stuff? following and, and knowing all this it stuff already drive me nuts sometimes well not nuts but you you'd say like why wow, that just went over someone's head i'm like what are you talking about this mm-hmm. is like basic stuff and you're like not for them I'm like wow like i forget well that- that's also because the way you talk sometimes i use multi-syllabic words <laughs> yeah. i'm like down home and you're up high yeah and sometimes it's there's a thought where i would sometimes find myself thinking, doesn't everyone know this already? Yeah. Like, isn't I mean, this such a big common, common knowledge? So the thing is, is like, how are you going to bust up those, those lies that we tell ourselves, just like we busted up the other ones. All right, here's the deal. Yes. Yes. It has definitely been said or done before in some way. Now I am, it's hard for me to say that because I believe the things I've created, like my eight personality patterns where you can download the free book at HeidiRain.com. Um, <laughs> thing, uh, 
I feel like that's a brand new concept. All right. But if we dig around enough, we'll see elements of that somewhere else and things like that. And so, but here's, here's how you blow that apart. Honest to goodness, I can say something to somebody one way and they've heard it a million times or Doug can say it some way, but the Doug's, you know, we all have this fingerprint, this unique fingerprint of our voice, right? This unique frequency that we speak out and you're meant to call in your birds of a feather that can only really hear it from you. And I'm sure you've had this happen before. Let's say you have children or were once one and you're giving sage advice to your child and it is brilliant. It is, it is absolutely brilliant. It is appropriate. It will change their experience positively dramatically and it just falls on deaf ears not doesn't get listened to doesn't get appreciated and then one day someone else says exactly what you said verbatim and then they're like oh my gosh i just had this aha moment like woohoo uh <laughs> nutella emergency <laughs> so Imagine that you could be that voice that actually saves someone, that you are that person who shares it in just the right way, yeah, just the so. right tone. And that's what causes the breakthrough for someone else who's heard it a million times already. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And also, too, I've come to this, like, I have this really good memory uh, about when I hear things about what people have said and where quotes come from and all that kind of stuff. And so when, when I met my husband here, he was working for Tony Robbins and he was living on the road doing uh, speaking on his behalf. Right. And so I had to go, the pleasure of going to how many UPWs, nine, least, seven, nine, yeah. UPW, unleash the power with sins. And the first one I'm like sat in intently and listened to everything he said. And then the second one, I started getting annoyed. Because I was like, oh God, not this Ernie story again. Like I already know this. Like he says, like, flock for that, he says though. the exact damn same thing every time. There's no surprises in his delivery. It's the same content. But then I look around the room and there are these devotees who have been there for decades, listening to the same stories. And I thought, okay, maybe they're not getting it. But then I realized, that, because I'm so much smarter than everybody else, but then I realized that when you hear something, you're not the same person you were when you last heard it. Okay. And that's really important. If you're growing, if you're changing, if you're moving forward in your life, you can hear something with different ears every time you hear it. And so I, that really helped me when my students would want to go through my program more than once. And I would think, well, yeah, of course, because now they're at a different place. And so that really remedied it for me that you can hear something, but you've got different ears because you're a different you. You know, you're an evolved you. You can hear it in a different way. And so that's a really beautiful thing, right? And if you think about it from just the like the artistry, right? I guess, and that's where a lot of the work I, the way my position, the way I come from is mm -hmm. from that artistry uh, mindset is the the bands that played the same, their hits. And they play them. They've been still playing 40 years later. Yeah. They're still playing the same yeah, song. Yeah, you said that to me and that yeah. really changed my mind too. And 
it's a different experience because on the other side, the audience is changing and shifting and you're still yeah. creating that joy. And the audience who's seen the show, uh, my uncle. They're remembering they're remem they saw it. Yeah, and, and it's just all these different anchors and the progress of growth. People go to like seminars over and over because A, if it worked for them, they're like, oh my gosh, my life's transformed. Yeah. Now they are different. They know it. Mm -hmm. And they go, ooh, how could I reapply this in my new stage in life? Because how I do anything is how I do everything. And my situation may have changed. So I may need need to modify, but yeah. I still can apply these principles and that works. And from the, the, the audience's perspective, it's, it's again, a pleasure. Like it's fun, right? People go, you like, that's well, part of why we also, what we want to support you on is making the experience a, a fun experience as well, you know, to, to be pleasure. I remember I'll just share real briefly with Tony, he shared that uh, one of the guys he met and who was, he was influenced him early was Richard Bandler and John Grinder, who created the NLP, but also Werner Earhart at the same time who created S, Earhart Systems Training. And that's a little more, some people may not know what that is, but it was hardcore. It's now landmark yeah. forum. And Werner was a really intense, like it almost like he barked at you and like the, the training was really intense. Like if you were late, you couldn't get in. If you were in, you couldn't leave to go to the bathroom, like all this crazy stuff. It was effective, but it, it attracted a certainly different group of people. But Tony had the opportunity to meet Werner and he was like, you know, I had lunch with him and, and it was a really, you know, it was a great time just learning about him. And I asked him, I said, Werner, um, how come you didn't make your you know, your events fun. And Warner's, Tony said, Warner just sat back and looked and he said, you know, I, I never thought about that. It was never, never a thing. And why is that important? Well, it doesn't have to be fun, but if you want it to be fun, then do so. Don't judge yourself and model if you go, oh, well, because I learned such and such oh, a way, well, it's got to be. That's another principle. Yeah. Oh, oh see, I'm going you're not to... like everyone else. Yeah. All right. You're not like that's everybody part else. Of that. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that another time. That was a little, <laughs> little uh, teaser. <laughs> so we um, trust that this has been a, a really great start and a really helpful start. And we encourage you to get a journal of some kind where you can write down these principles and start to work through them and practice them in your life and communicate with us. Whatever platform you happen to be watching this on, if you've applied one of these principles or you can relate to one of these principles or one of the things we've said, your comments are so important. You know, if you struggle with getting your voice out there at all whatsoever, that's a really good place to start is just inside of the community. With the community that we're building here, the Prosperity Through Purpose community, where we're able to share our ideas and our thoughts and lift each other up and, and help support one another. And so we wanna encourage you to do that, to become a part Part of that. And uh, we love you so much. And we hope that this has been helpful for you. So again, number one, we talked about is it's up to you to do it. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to rescue you. Nobody's, yes, it's been done before, but not like you. And don't wait to be discovered. You discover yourself and you unleash that discovery into the world. We love you so much. We and the, the last one is, uh, remember the last key? Oh, I said is, all three. Oh, I thought you said you've been discovered. Okay. And then it's been done before. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, go ahead. What's that. the remember? Oh. No, go. Well, just say, to really anchor that in, anchor. that it that it doesn't matter that it may or may not have been said before, or you think people may or may not have heard it or know it. 
be be congruent with yourself and keep shining, keep spreading the love. Yes. Love that so much. All right. Until next time, we'll see you really soon. Please like, subscribe, and share and help us grow the platform and the message. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.